As the world evolves, so does Valero. We are advancing the future of energy, making products essential to modern life. Our renewable fuels are part of the low-carbon future. The petroleum we refine can become more than fuel. It may become football helmets and pads, and other athletic equipment too, or life-saving medical devices and hand sanitizer, all done while improving the environment and caring for our communities. We are driven to make a difference today and for generations to come. Welcome to Fueling Kentucky, the podcast of the Kentucky Petroleum Marketers Association. I'm your host, Brian Clark, and in the studio with us today, we have the 2021 chairman uh, of the association. That's Michael D. Smith II of Midwest Terminal uh, out of Paducah, Kentucky. Welcome, Michael. Hello. Glad to have you with us. And uh, my goodness, what a year it has been with your champ- chairmanship uh, over the last two years. Indeed. It's, it's, uh, it's been interesting, to say the least. Well, uh, we're very glad uh, to have you as our chairman. You've, you've weathered some uh, difficult times for our, our state and our association uh, extremely well uh, in this past year. And we appreciate your leadership. So thank you very much on behalf of all the members. Let me say that right up front. Well, it's, it's it's been a pleasure, honestly. I mean, it's I know it's been a, a crazy twelve months, especially, um, but you know we've weathered it well. I mean, we've got a great team here, and a great executive committee, great staff. Of course, you. It's everything's worked out better than I could have expected, considering the the conditions. Well, uh, so let's let's start right there. Uh, looking back on your time as a chairman. What are you most proud of? Let's start. Let's start with the positive. Uh, what are you most proud of in in your last two years as serving as chairman of the KPMA? Well, broadly speaking, I'm probably most proud of the fact that the KPMA has continued its forward progress. Uh, when you step into the leadership role of an organization like the KPMA with such a rich history, a 95 year history, uh, you approach it with a little bit of trepidation because. There are so so many years uh, preceding me, and so many great leaders, and especially over the past several years, uh, the KPMA has evolved and grown and become a better organization. You don't want to be the one who's under your tenure that that progress stalls, or for goodness sakes, especially not regresses. But what I've seen over the last two years is the fact that the KPMA continued to evolve and grow and become a better organization, even during uh, 2020, when things were chaotic and thro- thrown completely in the air, we still continued that forward progress. So, uh, to put it candidly, I'm glad I didn't, I didn't screw things up. Um, <laughs> Not at all. But no. more specifically, uh, you know, that was speaking broadly. Um, you know, one thing that sticks out is the Epic program that was started. Um, I think that's going to be paying dividends way down the road for the organization because we're we're bringing up leaders and training them. Uh, to be leaders, and instead of just waiting till they get to the board level, and then you're thrown in and you start learning, uh, you're starting with with people that may eventually get to the board. So that by the time they get there, or are chairing a committee, they've already had experience in le- leadership training. So I'm very very proud of that, and you know very proud of even though last year we couldn't have impact. Uh, couldn't have day at the races. We were still able to have 
the virtual tank and tech conference. We're still able to have um, our fall outing uh, carefully, safely, of course. And uh, we had a new event, actually. Started a new event in 2020 and did it safely and was a success. So those are some of the specifics that I'm, I'm very proud of. Yeah, our clay shoot was uh, yes. was was, uh, was a big success. Yeah. We held that uh, here in Lexington. And then the fall outing uh, in Louisville yeah. uh, was extremely well attended. Mm-hmm. Uh, held it safely but had a great golf tournament. Um, so, you know, we were I think we were able to, what's that word, pivot? Yeah, <laughs> We all exactly. pivoted, but able, we're able to continue and, and, uh, and keep things moving, moving forward. Yeah. So you had quite a challenge placed in your lap, you know, being in leadership role in a pandemic. Uh, how did our, you know, reflect a little on how our industry rolled with the punches and, and what you've seen come out of that? Well, over the past 12 months, I've become more keenly aware of just how important our industry is uh, to the country as a whole. Um, you know, I always knew that, yeah, we were important as an industry, but it becomes more acute. Um, you know, there's a buzzword that got thrown around all the time during the pandemic, which was essential. And I never really thought about that, about our industry in those kind of terms, that we truly are an essential industry. It, just like the elect- electricity grid, um, we are critical infrastructure. If we don't operate, if the petroleum distribution supply chain isn't functioning like it's supposed to, I mean, the trucks aren't going down the road mm-hmm. taking food. Um, you know, the generators don't work. Um, medical supplies don't get moved around. All the masks, all the vaccines, those don't happen unless we do our job. And so, again, I've become keenly aware of just how critical and essential our industry truly is. Well, and, and, and really from, from all aspects, from the, uh, the transportation of the fuel to the delivery of the fuel to the retailing of the fuel and those frontliners um, there in the stores interacting with their customers in the community, showing up for work day to day and making sure that uh, that product is available that keeps our state moving. Absolutely. It's, a, it's just a critical part of, of um, how our society functions today, uh, for, certainly for the foreseeable future. And I think it was very much underscored uh, during this really global crisis. I mean, we saw this around the world. But, you know, right here in Kentucky, it was a critical part of keeping our, our state together. Absolutely. Like I said, if we don't do our job, things don't happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so what are some of the, uh, or who, I should say, are some of the people that you've come in contact with or seen in our industry who, who are making a big impact? Who, who are some of those that deserve a shout out? Oh, where to begin? I guess I should start first by thanking Mike Hardy, whose chairmanship role I took over. Um, he really made it a seamless transition. Um, of course, still being on the executive committee, he was involved. But he stepped back just enough to allow me to take on that role, but also didn't step back too far to where I was just felt like I was being thrown to the wolves. He really was in a mentorship role, and anytime I had a question, he was always there. Um, he really showed me how to do it when we transitioned to Scott. Mm-hmm. And, so- and, and also, uh, really, there's so many others, and I, and I hate to start a list because I, I feel like I'm on the Oscar stage trying to run through everybody I can possibly think of. But 
I know when I first joined the board, uh, I was very nervous because I was so young. And here were all these industry veterans, especially in some that had been there for, for decades and had all this knowledge and experience and were leaders. And I thought, oh, wow, they're, they're really going <laughs> to look at this young guy and think he doesn't know anything and I'm just going to be kind of pushed aside. And they all really, to my surprise, really embraced me and put their arm around me and taught me things. I've learned so much from so many people. Again, I hate to go through a list, um, but you all know who you are. <laughs> I, think I'm, I mentioned you before. Yep. Um, I'll refer everyone to your column in our, our magazine this month. Yes. Uh, yeah. He's got a great leadership letter where he thanks individuals and, and does a terrific job with that. And, you know, what, do you, what would you want future leaders to know about serving as a chairman? You know, what are the things that you've learned that you value the most? Well, if I could go back two years and give myself advice, it would be don't be afraid to lead, you know, or be in the leadership role. Uh, you know, there's an old saying that you can't lead the charge if you think you look silly riding a horse. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's good. and so that was uh, something I had to learn was, you know, not to constantly second guess yourself and whether you should even be in the role in the first place. Uh, you're there for a reason mm -hmm. because people entrusted you enough to to put you there. What you have to do is simply take up the mantle that you've been given and do the work. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing I I would I would give advice to myself again two years ago stepping into the role. And also, don't be afraid of what you don't know. Anytime you take on a new role, there are going to be lots and lots of things that you don't know, and you won't know until you ask questions about it. So don't be afraid to look foolish because you don't know something because there are going to be things you don't know. Just ask. There, there are no stupid questions. Exactly. And you've got great people around you. Exactly. With that board, with the team that's put together, that we really all do row together. I mean, mm -hmm. we're all pulling together. And, um, you know, I think you, that's a great point about don't be, don't be afraid to look silly on the horse. You're yeah. there for a reason. <laughs> And uh, you've done a terrific job with that. I mean, stepping into that role, and, and you know, so many times leadership is just about uh, being present. I mean, presence counts, and you're you're there. You're 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 always available when I need to call you. For example, you're always terrific about that. And my goodness, you're four hours away in Paducah, and you would drive up at a drop of a hat uh, to attend an event. I mean, that that says a lot. And uh, I'm sure, and I know I can say that confidently on half of the other. Uh, board members and staff, we always appreciated how much you had to sacrifice to make that drive. Um, so we appreciate that greatly. And I know when you started, we thought about like, gosh, how, how often yeah. are you going to be able to come <laughs> up? And you, you mastered it terrifically. Yeah. Well, it reminded me of my college days at Kentucky going back and forth. Um, yeah, I burned up the West Kentucky Parkway quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I understand that totally. Well, so we, we have a bright future ahead as our, as our country uh, continues to, you know, with, the, with now a vaccine and very, some bright spots on the horizon as, uh, as things continue to improve. Uh, looking to the future, you know, what excites you about our industry and about what's ahead? What excites me is to see what future leaders do. Because it, it seems like, again, like with the EPIC program, we are raising up new leaders. Um, they have new ideas and are really going to turn into fantastic leader, board members and, and eventually chairmen. 
uh, someday. So I'm really excited to see the directions that they take us. And I know the KPMA is going to continue moving forward and keep progressing. I'm really excited to see exactly how that takes shape. I know we're going to move forward. How we do it mm-hmm. is is exciting. It's going to be exciting to watch. You know, I think you know. Here we are, one year almost to the day in terms of the anniversary of when things really started to get hairy uh, with this pandemic and lockdown started. You know, we started in in January of 2020 an initiative called KPMA 2030 when we were looking for the looking forward to the future, trying to plan and anticipate. Uh, we did a lot of future focus and a lot of future thinking about what are the trends for the future. Boy, that went sideways. Yes, it did. <laughs> in, a, in a hurry. But I mean, and that's kind of like you do your best as a leader to anticipate what the future challenges mm-hmm. might look like, what they might be, and then you have to adjust to exactly. overcome and adapt. So what are, you know, what are some of the challenges you see on the horizon? Well, anytime the political winds change, and they have recently, that creates new challenges, a different set of challenges. I think particularly the way the winds are blowing now, you know, we're going to see a more difficult, at least at the federal level, regulatory environment. And so we're going to have to be even more vigilant about watching everything coming down the pipeline and doing everything we can, even more so, to protect the interests of our industry. And also on the horizon, um, you know, EVs, electronic vehicles how that's going to roll out and how that's going to affect our industry, because you know it will. Um, so I'm interested to see how our industry adapts to that, because mm-hmm. um, that's you know certainly will be a challenge. Well, and, and in a part, that's where the 2030 initiative last year was starting, to look to see what are the trends on the horizon. Exactly. And, you know, while we kind of took a bit of a pause on that with the pandemic of 2020, you know, we're right back at looking at what's coming. You know, what's what's future and learning how to adapt and adjust and continue to um, offer great service and remain compliant and respond to the needs of our customers. So you have a new chairman coming in now, Scott Kaiser with uh, with Woodford Oil. What any advice for Scott as he assumes the mantle of leadership? Well, I know that Scott will slide right into the role uh, seamlessly and will do fantastic um, maybe the only advice I would give to him is trust me, Scott, you don't look silly riding a horse. You, you look great. <laughs> so you're going to do fantastic. Yeah. Just take the gavel and run with it because I know you're going to be great. Well, uh, again, Michael, terrific job. Thank you so much. Looking back on uh, uh, two great years in your chairmanship, challenging as it were, it, it's been a pleasure to work with you, and we want to thank you very much. And glad that you continue on in our executive committee as immediate past year. And we've still got you for a little little while longer in that uh, in that leadership team. So we appreciate your continued support, and uh, we're excited to see where the KPMA is going as well. I, I agree with you completely, and, and as we look at what's the, what's on the horizon, well. Like I said before, it's, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure to serve, and I can't, it'd be an understatement to try to put in words my gratitude for the support that, I, that I've had by all our uh, board members and, and members in general. It's, it's really, it's been a blessing. Well, again, we look forward to many more years to come. We're glad that you've had a great experience, and speaking to any of our members or folks in the industry that are, that are looking for ways to get involved, I mean, 
First, it's join the association, mm-hmm. right? You know, if you've got skin in the game in our industry, uh, we would love to have you as a member of the association as a, oh. with the KPMA. Definitely. And then when you become a member, it's get involved, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and it's as simple as tapping somebody on the shoulder, saying, hey, I'd like to be more involved. Trust me, nonprofit organizations... They're, they don't turn volunteers away. Okay, exactly. <laughs> that's one thing. I, that's one thing I, uh, I've learned. Um, I mean, that, that's what I did. You know, I was, I was nervous to do it, but you know, one day I got up the courage and I just tapped somebody on the shoulder, and said, "Hey, my name is Michael Smith. I'd like to get involved with the organization." And things went from there. That's, it. that's all you got to do. Yep, and raise your hand and say, "I would. I'd like to learn more. I'd like to help serve mm-hmm. in some way." And and things kind of have a way yeah. of rolling from there. Absolutely. Don't be intimidated. There's And it's a great learning opportunity because it's a great it group is. of folks to work with and learn from. All right. Well, thanks again, Michael, and thanks for all you've done. Uh, we appreciate you. My pleasure. You've been listening to Fueling Kentucky, the podcast of the Kentucky Petroleum Marketers Association. Tune in next time. We'll talk with you soon.